What up, y'all? You already see the title, so I'm going to tell you again. Trigger warning. Rape is in the Bible. Welcome back to This Is In The Bible. My name is Rachel Sharday and I am your host. Growing up, my dad would always say, Rachel, everything is in the Bible. And to be honest, y'all, I didn't believe him. But we about to hit on a deep topic today and I just cannot believe that this is in the Bible. So what I want you to do is grab your Bibles, turn to Genesis 34 and I will meet you there. All right, y'all. So I was reading through the Bible and I was reading about Jacob and Leah and Rachel and they messiness and they family. And it came across one verse that was just like, yeah. And then she had a daughter named Dinah, period. And I was like, okay, dang, Dinah don't get no love up in the Bible. Like what happened to Dinah? So I did a little investigating in the midst of me already reading something else. And I was like, let me just search Dinah. What happened to Dinah? And I came across Genesis 34. She got a whole chapter, y'all, okay? And as I was reading, I was like, oh, my gosh. Poor Dinah. Like, oh, my gosh. So we're going to dive into her story just because, once again, I just came across this chapter and I was like, whoa, this is in the Bible. Y'all ready? All right. Here we go. Genesis 34. No, Dinah, the daughter of Leah, had bored to Jacob, went out to visit the women in the land. Okay, cool. She about to go see her friends. Then Shechem, the son of Hamar, the Hivite, the ruler of the the ruler of that area, saw her. He took her and raped her. Oh my gosh, y'all, we only in verse two. And I see already this is going downhill. So y'all can already imagine that I'm like, oh, let me go check out Dinah. What happened to Dinah? And we in verse two talking about she get raped. Like, this is wild. This is in the Bible. Come on. Verse three. His heart was drawn to Dinah, daughter of Jacob. He loved this young woman and spoke tenderly to her. Bro, it's too late for that. Okay. And Shechem said to his father, Hamar, get this girl as my wife. No. I don't want to be your wife. You just raped me. Get away from me. And she don't want to be your wife either. Get out of here. Verse five. Let me calm down. When Jacob heard that his daughter Dinah had been defiled, his sons were in the field with his livestock. So they did nothing about it until. So he did nothing about it until they came home. Then Shechem's father, Hamar, went out to talk to Jacob. What we got to talk about, bruh? Meanwhile, Jacob's sons had come in from the fields as soon as they heard what had happened. They were shocked and furious, as they should be, because Shechem had done an outrageous thing in Israel by sleeping with Jacob's daughter, a thing that should not be done. But Hamar said to them, my son Shechem has his heart set on your daughter. Please give her to him as his wife. Bro, really? 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 Intermarry with us. Give us your daughters and take our daughters for yourselves. You can settle among us. The land is open to you. Live in it, trade in it, and acquire property in it. 
So he's like, yo, let's make this business deal. You know what I'm saying? You give me all the daughters that are in your land and I'll give you all my daughters and we can just trade off and just, you know what I'm saying? Just live one big happy family. I got property. I got land. Come on over there. We got, we got goods. <sighs> Shaking my head. Then Shechem said to Dinah's father and brothers, let me find favor in your eyes and I will give you whatever you ask. Make the price for the bride and the gift I am to bring as great as you like, and I'll pay whatever you ask me. Only give me the young woman as my wife. Bro, you trash. Donna don't want to be with you. But he's like, let me tell you, I want Dinah and I will take or I will I will give you anything to be with Dinah. Like, this is wild to me. So wild. I can't believe this is in the Bible. Verse 13, because their sister Dinah had been defiled, Jacob's sons replied deceitfully as they spoke to Shechem and his father, Hamar. They said to them, we can't do such a thing. We can't give our sister to a man who was uncircumcised. That would be a disgrace to us. So they set them up. We will enter an agreement with you under one condition that you become like us by circumcising all of your males. I know the other males are like, bro, what does got to do with me? Why I got to get circumcised? Verse 16. Then we will give you our daughters and take your daughters for ourselves. We'll settle among you and become one people with you. But if you will not agree to be circumcised, we'll have our sister and go. As y'all should already be going. Y'all shouldn't even be having this conversation. But you know, whatever. This is just me talking. Verse 18. Their proposal seemed good to Hamar and his son Shechem. They like, shoot, cool. All we gotta do is let's cut the little the little extra little bit down there. And that's it. Alright. We can make that happen. The young man who was the most honored in all his father's family lost no time in doing what they said because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. He was like, cut me, cut it off. Let me see that Dinah. Bring me Dinah, please. Cut it off, y'all. So Hamar and his son Shechem went to the gate to their city to speak to the men of their city. These men are friendly towards us, they said. Let them live in our land, trade in it. The land has plenty of room for them. We can marry their daughters and they can marry ours. They got plans. But the men will agree to live with us as one people. Only uh, one condition to all the males to be circumcised as they are themselves. Because they are, we are. You know, that's what he's saying. Won't their livestock, their property and their goods become ours? Let us agree to these terms. And they will settle among us. So they're like, look, y'all, if you get circumcised, then we get these daughters, we get this livestock, we get this trade. It's a win-win, you know what I'm saying? Just do a little snip snip. And then we can do this, okay? Y'all, 24. It says all the men who went out to the city gate agreed with Hamar and his and Shechem, his son Shechem. And every male in the city was circumcised. Y'all, the story about to get good, y'all. Also, if I was a if I was a man in this story, I would somebody had to raise their hand and be like, "Do we got to? But do we have to?" I'm not trying to do that. Somebody, 
Somebody had to have their hand up. Like, uh, I know I can get voted out, but please, do we have to? All right, here we go. Three days later, while all the men were still in pain, two of Jacob's son, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, took their swords and attacked the unsuspecting city, killing every male. Y'all, when I tell you, I'm just, do 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 what's going on with Dinah? What happened to Dinah? I'm like, oh, gosh, she got raped. Oh, my gosh. Dang, they about to trade her off for some people and this is, they got to be circumcised. What? Wait, they came up here and slain folks while they still trying to heal from their little circumcision? Oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Y'all, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe this is in the Bible. So all the men dead now. See, that one person that was raising their hand talking about, do we got to do this? He, sh- y'all should have listened to that one, okay? Because I know there had to be one. There had to be one. They can't just all be like, yes, cut us up, let's do it. Yeah. Well, they did now. So, well. Anyway, they put Hamar and his son Shechem to the sword and took Dinah from Shechem's house and left. Another one. So you telling me Dinah been at this house this whole time? So y'all left her there? Huh. Okay. Wow. Okay. The sons of Jacob came upon the dead bodies and looted the city where their sister had been defiled. They seized their flocks and herds and donkeys and everything else in their city and out in the fields. They carried off all their wealth and all their women and children, taking as plunder everything in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, you have brought trouble on me by making me obnoxious to the Canaanites and the Perizzites. I think that's what they say. The people living in this land, we are few in number and they will join forces against me and attack me. I and my household will be destroyed. Y'all. Jacob mad. They mad. Like he's mad that the brothers defended Dinah. This the daddy, y'all. He's mad that they have killed these people on her behalf. This is their response. But they replied, should he have treated our sister like a prostitute? Because Lord knows that's what you're doing right now, Jacob. That's not what they said. That's, that's That was all me. That was Rachel putting that up in there. Now, I told y'all I have stumbled upon this. And I actually read this a long, 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 long time ago. It kind of jogged my memory when they were still trying to uh, heal and they got ate up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. But I didn't know that was Dinah. Dang. I totally forgot. Now, I am just so perplexed on so many levels with this story. First of all, that I stumbled upon it and I was like, man, what happened to Dinah? Look at, oh, snap. This is what happened to Dinah. And y'all left her there? Oh, my gosh. Why? And then you mad, Jacob, because they defended her? Oh, my gosh. But as I think about this story, I think about how Dinah was a victim over and over and over and how nobody really cared about Dinah. Like, nobody asked her what she wanted. Nobody asked her how she felt. Nobody asked her, was she okay? Did she want to stay there for those three days? Like, what? Nobody cared about Dinah. And it just made me think of, like, Dinah was a whole victim in this situation. And she was just so overlooked. She was not seen. She was not heard. She was not acknowledged or thought about. She was literally just, hey, 
Let's use her as a trade and let's use her as bait so we can take over this land later on in life. And it's just so unfortunate. Like, and it made me just realize of my own in my own life. One, there are times when I feel overlooked. There are times when I feel underappreciated. There are times when I feel as if I am um, just not seen, not appreciated. Um, and the Lord is like, I see you and I notice you and I love you and I'm with you. I think of a time in particular. I was on my way home from a track meet in college and I all of a sudden just start crying. And I'm like, Lord, what is this? Why am I crying? And I remember all of a sudden me being molested by my next door neighbor. And it happened maybe like two or three times. Um, he would have me like read books to him as he would touch me. And I didn't know what was going on. And I just remember one time just being like, no, I don't want to read. I don't want to read any books. I don't want to read. But also being scared to tell anybody. I didn't know if I was I would be in trouble just because I didn't say stop the first time or um, I just didn't know what was going on. So I and then I once again, I did not remember like I'm in my 20s in college and it's now coming up randomly. And I think about that time of like, man, Lord, like nobody knew this about me. Nobody knew this, this deep secret that I was walking in or this deep secret that I have only you and that little weak old boy that probably need help himself uh, was probably having some stuff done to him like only y'all knew and it was just like man lord like you saw me you protected me you gave me the voice to tell that boy no you gave me the voice to say no I don't want to do this anymore and I appreciate that and it just made me think of Dinah just like oh this is so unfortunate like I cannot believe Jacob was mad that her brother's you know saying defended her but at the same time your brothers are trying to like, they low-key trash because they just were like yeah i mean take her for a few days we'll be back but y'all don't know we'll be back <laughs> so like who knows what was going down within them days that she was with him and to know that like she didn't have the protection of her father and her being the only girl of, of his it was just weak and it was just so unfortunate and I was just so surprised once again that this is in the bible but to be honest there are people like Dinah in our world like there are people who um, are victims there are people who don't feel seen there are people who things happen to them and they don't have courage to say anything or they are victimized and nobody sees them and nobody cares about them and one, I want to give you a voice. I want to give you the opportunity to speak your mind. I want to try to challenge you and encourage you to speak up, to say something to somebody. If you've seen something, if you've experienced something, tell somebody. Even if in my own age, like I told somebody uh, when I was, you know, in my 20s after me remembering and he was my best friend at the time. And he was just like, you know what, Rachel, if I seen a dude today, I beat him up. And I was like, you know, thank you. Thank you for that thank you for that obviously we never went to go find the little dude but after I told my dad my dad was like yeah I've been to his house at least three times he ain't been there Rachel okay thank you father you know he ain't pulling Jacob I appreciate you Paul it may not even be as extreme as Dinah but when my dad says everything is in the bible everything is in the bible so it may not your your situation in particular may not be as extreme as Dinah but you could feel overlooked at home. You could feel overlooked at your job. You could feel overlooked as a mother or as a parent or as a stay-at-home mom. Like, that that job is hard, okay? I did that for a good eight months. I enjoyed it. 
mind you. But it was it's a lot of work because it don't you don't turn it off like you don't just clock out. So there are times when you feel overlooked. You may feel like you are working so hard um, and nobody sees you or you're doing so many things. You're doing so many good things for the glory of the Lord and nobody it recognizes you. I just had recently had a conversation with a young lady who been who's been grinding as a worship leader, kind of just in the background and just being like, I want more responsibility and I want um, to be seen and I want to be known and want to feel like, you know, what I'm saying I'm appreciated. And there's no fault there. Um, but I, you know, I encouraged her of like, you know, at the end of the day, like you work unto the Lord and he sees you, he knows you, he appreciates you. Um, so whenever you feel as if no one cares, God cares. If you ever feel like nobody sees you, God sees you and he notices you. If you ever feel that somebody has forgotten about you, they done sent Dinah off and she had to figure it out for a good three days, I guess, or what, I don't know how much, how many more days, whatever, but it may seem like she's forgotten and nobody gave her the help that she needed. God is there. He's going to help you in whatever way he sees fit. He sees you. He knows you. He loves you. If you ever feel unnoticed, know that you're not forgotten by him. They may feel hard at times to, to really receive that. But God, we thank you that you see us and that you know us that you have stories like Dinah, where there isn't a happy ending, that there is tragedy, that they started with tragedy and it ended with tragedy. Um, But Lord, I thank you that you are still in the midst of it all. That Lord, even when we have tragedy in our homes, in our minds, um, when we feel unnoticed, when we feel unseen, Lord, you see us, Lord, you know us, Lord, you surround us, Lord, you care. And God, I ask that you let somebody know in the unique ways that you do and let them know that you see them. Whether that's somebody coming up to them saying God sees you, God loves you, or whether that's them getting something paid for for them and them just attesting that to you. Lord, I don't know what you're going to do. But Father, I ask that whoever's listening to this, Lord, that you in some way, somehow let them know that you notice them. It could be a rainbow. It could be a full moon. It could be whatever, Lord, that speaks to that specific person. You clearly don't need my ideas, Lord, because you got it. But Father, I ask that you speak to them and you let them know that they are seen by you. Lord, I just thank you that you are good, that you are holy. Um, Lord, that you see us, that you know us, that you have great plans for us. Lord, I thank you that you don't leave anything out of your Bible because then it wouldn't relate to the things that would that happen here on earth. Lord, you are with us with the hard passages. You are with us in the in the easy, fun, funny things that happen. Lord, I thank you that you are with whoever is under the sound of my voice, Lord. Um, are they facing um, any type of abuse? If they face any type of abuse, Father, will you help them to speak up? Will you give them the courage to say yes to you and speak? Father, I thank you that you are nudging someone right now, that somebody is wiping the tears that you see because they finally know that you see them, that they finally know that they are heard by you. God, I thank you that you watch over them. God, I thank you that revenge and vengeance is yours, that we can lay back and trust that you have our back and that you see us. God, I just rest in you. And God, I just thank you that you are holy 
that you see us when we feel unseen, that you notice us when we feel overlooked, that you love us when we feel like we're not being appreciated. God, you're so good. You're so good, even in hard times, even when it's hard to say you're good, you're still good. But we thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. Like I said, come back next month. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit more hee hee ha ha's. I love y'all. Peace.